I have been well. Thank you. It's great summertime. So we got free days coming up next week with my daughter. Right. So yeah, busy schedule, yeah. which is great. I love my calendar being full. So that makes me happy. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. that's 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 yeah. No, you you are incredibly happy. I mean, incredibly busy and uh, always very productive. So I uh, just to introduce um, um everyone to Julia. Julia is really a, uh, an incredibly insightful person who's um, enabled a, a huge number of people to get greater understanding about their sort of um, internal sort of systems and mechanisms and how they process stuff and really multiply their productivity. And it's such a, uh, uh, a gift to be able to speak with her and to uh, hear a little, little, little of some of her uh, insights. So, uh, and she's super busy, so we're lucky to have a few minutes of her time. Uh, and we're actually doing this uh, sitting on a train platform. So there may be some trains going by that just give you some authentic, you know, live action sort of uh, experience. It just happens that uh, we have to get a train connection to uh, to, to, to see um, my friend Roger Hooper. I might mention him later. So, so Julia, just uh, tell us a little bit about you and and uh, and then maybe perhaps a little bit about Coach because it's something that, you know, we both know and are very appreciative of the value that it creates and, and you're a great part of that uh, value uh, creation and then we'll just go into a few other bits about kind of things that you do to be as productive and how you're always improving and and being uh, uh, you know more you know getting more out of your time and all the different responsibilities you have Awesome. Well, thanks so much for having me on your podcast. It's amazing to be here with you. Yeah, our connection is through Strategic Coach. So uh, I am one of our team members and I'm coming up on my 26th anniversary, which is hard to believe. August 5th uh, will be 20, 26 years working at Coach and I've been in various different roles over the years. But right now I've landed in my niche, which is my favorite spot, which yeah. is helping people focus on their unique ability, which is mm. our key concept in our coach program for successful entrepreneurs, which you know about, uh, where we help you figure out, identify what your natural talents are, what you're most passionate about doing, and then over time, design your life and rearrange and align your life um, so that you're really in sort of more of a flow state more of the time working with the best people you know applying to the best opportunities doing the best activities that make the highest and best use of you and your natural talents so i get to have these deep meaningful conversations with our top clients and uh, help them connect with their own talents understand who they are, what they're all about, and then do more of that. So they get more results, they have more fun, they have more meaning, they're more fulfilled, things keep getting better, they're always improving, you know, and they're just having a better life really in the end. So uh, a lot of us aren't really aware of what our talents are because we're so, we're just being ourselves, we're just doing our thing, you know, you're off doing your thing and, uh, and I'm doing my thing and we don't think it's that big a deal because to us it's really natural and normal and so the more I can bring what's unconscious conscious then you can be much more intentional about doing it on a day-to-day -day basis with your family with your kids with your clients you, everywhere right because you take yourself with you everywhere it's not just a business concept it's really a life a life concept so and that's kind of what I get to do all the time, which is which is a joy. And I'm in a company that is is totally focused around growth 
and uh, happiness and results and success. So, you know, we encourage everybody to be who they are. We just actually got off a team coaching session just this morning. One of our other team members coached us through a great unique ability exercise, you know, to get people reconnected with their who they are and encourage them to do more of that in their daily roles, which not every company does that. <laughs> so much to my chagrin, but we focus on our, our uh, circle of influence, right, with our successful entrepreneurs and, and our team. And then we try and be a role model for other people so they can do similar things and it's much more fun right much more fun no, no that's uh, that's amazing and yeah there's a particular culture and a particular approach to things and and uh, i think what you were sort of um, also suggesting there that these things um uh, you know need investment of focus and attention and time and and then sustained over a period rather than just a sort of a momentary thing and and so 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 yeah it's 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 uh, you know it's it's uh, uh, something that gives incredible results, but 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 there is this real intention and focus and and so on, and and uh, and that's what you're having to do, and and you're seeing the results of it. That's right. Yeah, the more people can intentionally focus on their areas of strength and their areas of passion and and the things that really juice them up and energize them, then the the more first of all, it's easier to focus. So if you're going to ask you know about productivity, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill my calendar with really cool things, right? Things that that are energizing to me, that people who I find fascinating. And because uh, I have no trouble focusing when I'm doing am I in my zone, if I'm doing things like accounting or, you know, things like that, that drain my energy, it takes me way longer. It's so, I'm so slow at it. You know, I can make my way through, but in our who, not how culture, where we find a who, who's really good at accounting. And I've given all my stuff away now, because I used to do that kind of stuff. Uh, if I can find people who there are people who would adore and love numbers and spreadsheets and I'm not one of those people so if I can find some a who to do that and then they're energized and they're focused and they're they're speedy as all get out then I can focus on my people stuff and my deep connections and my, my connecting dots for people and helping maximize their results their who they are um and and we do you know in our culture at coach we continually revisit unique ability and our Colby and our Clifton strengths and our print assessments and all the things that we do to help get outside ourselves to see who we are so that we do keep it fresh and people forget, you know, and people or people take, you know, they just don't value themselves sometimes. And so that was a great, a great reminder this morning in our company. So we have, you know, various uh, little team power up sessions, the same that we do for our clients. We do that internally in our culture, which I really value. So we're always learning and growing and improving. We're never just staying the same. We're always going to find new ways to apply our unique ability. And that's usually where people's growth and opportunity in the company come. Like my, my role didn't exist. I mean, it just got built around me need wanting to make sure my team was growing when I was a team leader years ago. I want, that's all. I just wanted to make sure my team was growing. That was my number one thing because <laughs> I'm all about growth. And uh, so I just found the tools and put them together and started doing it. It was very organic. And then we had clients who wanted and we wrote the book. And I mean, all these things just came out of, if you kind of follow your nose, you know, to the things that you care about, then good stuff happens. Absolutely. And, and, and I, I suppose over that longevity that you've been involved in this sort of space, you've had a, a, a greater sort of appreciation of, or you become more nuanced in terms of the particular tools and your thinking's changed and everything around you. Because the thing is, we sometimes think, oh, we're like this and that's how we are. But we're in fact constructed every moment by moment in terms of a whole bunch of sort of biochemistry and neurobiology and so on. So so whatever we were a moment ago, we're definitely not right now because it's a completely new thing. So 
So I suppose you, you've experienced that thing close up with the perspective that you have. Yeah, it's fascinating. See, because you focus on the things that change, whereas I tend to focus on the things that stay the same. And I was literally just writing my little blog post that I write for my clients about, you know, does unique ability change over time? And my answer is twofold. No, it doesn't. And yes, it does. Right. Because, you know, who you are, you're going, you're always going to be innovating and, you know, doing things on the fly, like a podcast in the train station. And I'm always going to be organized and have my calendar set out and my plans. And, and I'm going to be having, you know, deep, meaningful connections with, with people to build relationships and maximize their lives. So, and Dan's always going to become a Dan Sullivan, you know, main ideas guy at strategic coach. He's not going to stop coming up with ideas that are innovative and different any day soon. He's not going to stop simplifying things. That's always going to be a constant, but the more you do it, the more you learn about what, how you do it, the more you expand your ability to do it. And so you evolve and transform and you even understand yourself better. So now you get, you're just always getting better. Like, you know, you're always talking about. So, so it is this evolutionary process and yet it does stay consistent at its core. You know, uh, what you care about or what you're, you know, how you operate is not going to change over time, but it's going to get better because you're going to apply it to new situations and new things are going to, you know, I've been basically pushed, you know, people, Babs, Bab Smith, co-owner of Strategic Coach has nudged, gently pushed me into new situations because I, I, you know, I, I tend to be a little bit more afraid to take on new things. So she's, she had the confidence in me before I did. And then as I was kind of gently nudged into those roles, I, I grew and took on and then embraced them and then did well. And then, and then the next thing happened. So kind of like these growth stages of, Dan talks about fear, uncertainty, and discomfort. And, you know, it's like, oh, I must be growing. I must be in a growth stage here because things feel very uncomfortable. And uh, you make the commitment. We have this other concept of the four C's where you make a commitment and then you go through this courage phase, you know, okay, great. I'll take on that new uh, responsibility or role. And then at first you're like, oh, geez, I don't know how to do this. Okay, well, let's make it up and build some capabilities. And at the end, you get the confidence, you know, start with that. So I think if you're, if you're growing, you're always changing and evolving. Uh, and especially if you can do that using your unique ability, I think you're going to get the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's, uh, that, that's amazing. But I think the key thing that you're highlighting is uh, um, that there has to be this investment, this confidence in you or the people around you in you to make the, uh, the, yeah. the, the time and the sort of the tools that you learn so that you're able to uh, then build on what you're doing because you know how it is either we're growing or we're decaying as as dan says so so if uh, we can um, continue to invest and have the confidence to do so then be able to practice those then you're able to actually compress time because now it takes you a fraction of what you did to do before and then you're getting massive you're getting way more results so so, right. so you're in this sort of cycle where you're you know spiraling upwards rather than going the other way I totally think of it as a growth spiral, exactly what you're saying. I 100% yeah. agree. And then you can handle more tricky, you know, trickier clients or trickier problems to solve or more complicated situations because you've evolved to a higher level and your capabilities have grown all the time. I mean, the reason I'm here at Coach for so long is because I keep growing. And if I wasn't growing, I would leave, you know, but I've always, there's always been, and I'm responsible for that growth too. I don't put that on anyone else. You know, I think we're all responsible for our own growth. And, um, and when you have a culture and a space where that happens and, and you're hanging out with really cool people, our clients are always growing. If our clients were not, then I don't think it would be as fun either. If they weren't growing and expanding and pushing themselves in new levels, 
I mean, that's always interesting. There's always something new. There's always somebody talking about something different and pushing you. You know, we're getting our AI training right now on our team. So we can use AI and chat GPT to help us, you know, be more efficient, productive, and, and we're always bringing new things. So I really appreciate that part of our culture. That, that makes a real difference. And you've got to be the consistency with the individual and the organization and, and the sort of environment that they're in. Um, yeah. It's getting a bit noisier here, so I'm going to ask you another question, and then I'm going to go quiet. Sure. So, the, so the thing is, what do you do, you know, personally in your day or in your sort of week that helps you build and, and gently, you know, um, sustain and sort of develop, uh, you know, the, the, your own sort of personal product, you know, productivity and, and effectiveness. Yeah. So for me, the way I operate is fairly organized. Like I do, I use my calendar a lot to manage my time. So I will block off chunks of time that are focused, usually whether they're client facing. So I'll have a certain kind I color coded so I can kind of quickly see at a, at a moment's notice, right, what I'm doing. I always make sure I give myself time in the morning to get my day. Uh, so I've got my day, what I know I'm going to do. And then time at the end of the day, I always end up with the follow through items from various things. So I, I used to panic at the end of the day or work late or whatever. Now I just carve out time for myself where at the end of the day, I can take care of any of the, the action items because I like to get things done right away. And I don't want to be stressing myself out. So if I have time blocked off for things, then I for projects or follow-ups, then I then I can I can be really productive and I can put something into the bucket and, and leave it there. So, uh, you know, we use our, our time system of free days, focus days and buffer days at Strategic Coach, which is a whole other thing, but I take my free days. So next week I'm going on vacation with my daughter. So when I come back, I'm going to be super rejuvenated. I'm going to be energized. I'm going to be ready to get back into things. I'm going to be more creative. And we take those free day blocks, you know, more regularly, we don't just wait till the reward at the end of the year and have a vacation once because if you your your fuel tank is empty. So a lot of it for me is scheduling and I, I do like to be prepared for things. So I schedule thinking time for a lot of our clients. I'm always encouraging to schedule thinking time. If you're a visionary or you're an ideas person, you know, put some time in your calendar to think or take the day away and get out of your office. And when I was writing our unique ability book, I did all that outside the office because it, it was just, you weren't stimulated by the, all the, the day-to-day -day stuff. Right. So I think designing your calendar and your schedule, I know it sounds, it's such a productivity thing though. It's for some people, they don't like to be confined by that, but I think some framework or structure, even Dan Sullivan, who is not a frame, you know, he's a framework guy, but he's not necessarily, doesn't like to be too tightly structured, but we've, we've booked in time for him where he can just do whatever he wants. And then we've also got very tightly scheduled times in order for him to do all of his podcasts and his coaching and everything like that. And he gets a lot done. He's very, very productive and efficient. And I think also tracking my, you know, tracking my wins, my positive focus, we call it at coach that always gives me an energy boost. And I feel like I'm achieving. I feel like I'm getting stuff done, even small things. I count them and uh, then it keeps me energized. And I, and I kind of, make sure I'm stacked with really great people and, and fun people to talk to because then I'm naturally productive and, and, uh, and on the mark when I need to be. No, that, that's, uh, that's, that has, I mean, those are very sort of very structured, very detailed things and you're very particular about everything and we would expect nothing less, but have, have some of those things changed over time uh, because, you know, you're a student of this, um, you know, maybe in your sort of personal day or there's some, some sort of, there's sort of, x number of steps you might do in the morning or are there sort of other things that you've introduced or some things that come in and out of focus is this some of that sort of evolution over time and 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 you know any any sort of insights there that you you could share with us please 
Yeah, I think we're kind of, we have a tool that we constantly are looking at, okay, what worked, what didn't, what would I do differently next time? What would I do better next time? So I think over time I've, you know, shifted things around my, like when I didn't have that preparation time or I didn't have that uh, follow-up time at the end of the day, I was much more stressed. So that was, that's been an evolution. Uh, and I just had to give myself permission to take that time. And if I do block something in for myself, I try to hold myself to that appointment <laughs> with myself, even for learning time. I think that's something that um, you know, I'll go on walks at lunch and I'll listen to podcasts as I'm walking. So I'm always trying to maximize my time. I think my morning yoga is something I've put in over the last couple of years. So I do my morning yoga every day and that helps me feel grounded and do my meditation in the morning so that I'm grounded. And when I don't do it, I know I can, I'm not as good as of Julia as I would like to be. So that's been a habit going out for walks at lunch. Um, uh, listening, you know, obviously all of the health nutrition stuff, my, my exercise has gone back and forth, but I'm putting that back in, in different ways, uh, depending on where I am, you know, working from home is different than working at the office. We had a gym at the office and different things like that. So, um, but always trying to tweak little things. I think I'm in a pretty good groove right now with how I have things scheduled. And I know when I have things in my calendar, you know, I'm actually booked for the whole year now in my coaching schedule, which actually gives me a tremendous amount of confidence. So I like having things booked in advance as much as I can. It's just happened that it, it's worked out that way right now. So that gives me a lot of confidence, which is such a key factor as well. Feeling good about things. That's, uh, that's impressive. Is that one thing? That, that's really multiplied your productivity. I know there's a whole stack of small, but if there's one thing, this will be like the final thing. Um, is there one thing that you say, oh, that really mushroomed my sort of um, productivity? Anything comes to mind or is it just a lots of little things? I mean, I think it's focusing on unique ability, which sounds so, yeah. you know, it's maybe a broad thing, but if, yeah. I'm, if I'm doing the things where I know I'm the most engaged, you know, even being in workshops for me, I love being in workshops. So, when I'm on a Zoom, let's say I'm on a Zoom workshop, I'm fully engaged, maximizing, you know, if Dan says a quote, I put it in the chat. If someone needs something, I put it in the chat. I'm always trying to up my level, up my game. How can I, how can I meet people's needs? How can I do more in this situation to help? And at the beginning, I was kind of shy to do that. And now I just do it all the time. And people are like, oh, where's this, Julia? <laughs> Did you catch that quote? <laughs> and now they expect me to do it, right? Um, so I think, I think it's not, I think tailoring your life to how you best operate is your key productivity, you know, strategy. So if you're a fly by the seat of your pants, make things up at the last minute, then you should, you know, put, give yourself deadlines. Everyone needs deadlines, but you're going to need shorter deadlines. I'm going to need longer deadlines and I'm going to plan out my time. You may not need that. So you, you shouldn't use my system. There's no way that wouldn't work for you. So you can figure out your system and that's, what's going to help you be most productive. And I'm going to tailor my schedule in my life the way that I'm now feel like I'm making a meaningful difference. And then I, then I'm super productive when I'm doing that. And for you, it might be something totally different. And I suppose the other thing is that whatever we might be doing, it changes and gets somewhat adjusted over time because of this or that or other sort of factors and so on. So there may be some, some, some leeway. Sure. And I've also, I mean, the other thing that's changed yeah. over time is I've let go of certain activities that used yeah. to be my total responsibility. Well, and I used to mm -hmm. do all the coaching training and, and workshop design and guidelines and timelines and all that stuff. I don't do any of that anymore. And that's been given over to people. So I created the initial system or at least, you know, cemented it a little bit more. And then other people have taken it and made it better. Now I've sort of found my niche. So now it's all about me coaching and doing my one-on-one -on -one deep dive coaching. 
and I get to do that. And, uh, you know, I do need to sometimes carve out a little bit of time around that so I can do more writing or, you know, create what's next, maybe a new product or something like that around unique ability or be on podcasts or things like that, or work more with our team. That's something. So we're always, you know, it's more based on what are the needs, you know, what are the needs of the company? What are the dangers, opportunities, and strengths? What, what is the company right now, if our sales team or our program advisors need more support, then I'm going to jump in and, and support them. So it's all fluid with, with what the demand is uh, of the people around me, really. Judith, thank you very much. The train is here. Awesome. Really good. We'll send you a, a, a version of this shortly. Thank you for all your time. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for chatting. Take care. Have a good trip. Bye. Bye. Bye.